cards coming along. You know, the old-fashioned Christmas cards, you fill it out, you sign it, you stamp an envelope, boom, it's out for all to see. I've gotten two. Really? I've gotten two. I got one from Ninja that was hand-delivered. I loved that one. I did two. It was so personal. And then I got one uh, from another friend that was kind of the same type of card. It was a picture of the family, you know, mm-hmm. the whole thing. So it doesn't, it's not a traditional card where it opens up. I got in, that in the mail the other day. Yeah, I have the three. Really? Yeah. First one came from my my son's fiance's parents. Okay. Oh, that's First crazy. card of Christmas. It came before December. Really? Might as well call it a Thanksgiving card. They are on it. They, boy, are they on it. So that's the first one, then Liz, then Ninja. I didn't give you a card. Oh, I thought a card was in that package that I, you gave us. I am so bad. <laughs> I used to have really good intentions, and I would buy the most beautiful cards to me. I would fill them out. I would put them in the envelopes. I would address them, uh, and that's where it stopped. Evidently, I didn't pay attention to the bag yeah. she gave me because I gave it to my wife. No, I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do a. I have not sent cards. So in I only have two: years. Ninja, and then the. <laughs> that's it. So we're the same. We have two cards, but how many have you sent? How many is Rob? How how many has your wife Amy sent? Five hundred. Has she? No. Well, I didn't know. No. Because she at seems all. to be that that person that's on it. She she's always on it. Yeah. What about you, Scott? Scott does our news. Scott, how's the Christmas card thing coming at your house? Yeah, we uh, we've gotten three. Uh, got some one from the office. Sent us one. And then we've got family in Chicago and California, so how, they sent us. How many this. are you or your wife sending out? Zero. <laughs> and For we real? Used, yeah, we used to love sending them out when the kids were little, taking pictures and making the little stories. And we've just gotten so busy the last few years, we're like, man. Eh. Here's, here's what's funny to me. Hmm. Here's what's funny to me. You get depressed when you get none, but you send none. So what's up with that? necessarily get depressed but i am kind of like oh, i do i'm like nobody cares anymore ninja and then the the son's parents in law to be they're the only people that care but you haven't said well i would not say people don't care i think maybe it is like more they give you a gift or they send you a text or they you know that kind of thing yeah same first, person first gift of christmas was from liz i will say that see she gave us all gifts. But I mean, next year, then we you all had to a run out and buy her one. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. I did not know that Liz sends out about 80 Christmas cards every year. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. You talking about this Liz? <laughs> she sends none, actually. I, or I'm, do you? No. I, none. I, maybe, I have good intentions, but in the last couple of years, I've decided you, you don't follow through on Christmas cards. You spend the money, you take the time, and then they never get to the post office. So oh. I just stopped. I have to be real with <laughs> they myself. They never get to the post office. They never do. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> Nancy's here at 800-447-7234. What about you, Nancy? I just kind of wanted to add something to the subject you were talking about, sending Christmas cards. Oh, so glad you called. Well, what are you thinking? Okay. Well, I have a lot of older relatives don't have social media at all. So I definitely send uh, Christmas cards to my older relatives. They call me, and if they say, hey, I'm not sending cards, they call me and say, Merry Christmas. Thank you for the, the Christmas card. And I, I have a sister-in-law that um, create a letter of what her two kids and her husband have done. Not everybody does social media, but it is a cool way to get 
Merry Christmas out to everybody at one time. I do have a couple of friends that do that. Yeah. You get, like, what happened the entire year with their whole family. It's kind of neat to catch up if you have not even talked to them for a while. Yeah, I haven't gotten one of those Christmas letters, but I would love to read about somebody. I, I have a couple of friends, Steve and Sue. They oh, actually do that every year. That Send out a letter. So cool. It's so cool. Monette just texted. Monette sends out a hundred cards a year. A hundred cards. She said at their church, they do the Christmas card thing where they send it to other church members. And then the money that you would have uh, spent on stamps will go to a mission fund. So I love that she does this. But at the same time, a hundred cards? Wow. That's through the regular mail. Would be very tired. (laughs) You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. How about them Christmas cards? And how many do you actually mail out? Liz proclaims none. Not a one. Bah humbug. I know, right? A little bit. Oh, my word. (laughs) But Marissa? Marissa is pretty cool. She said, uh, what I do is create a video on my phone that I can post to a private YouTube channel. She creates a QR code and glues it inside of the card. No way. So that way she can share like the photos that she's taken, you know, that are uh, Christmas specific with all of her friends and relatives who don't do social media. Good for you, Marissa. What? Mind is blown this morning. Now Liz is going to go out and get herself a YouTube channel. Probably not. Um, (laughs) But it's really cool. Okay, Zoe. Zoe is 14. She's in Indonesia, and she texted and said, here's what I do. I draw at least 50 cards for all my friends at church. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes it's really hard what to draw for each person. Zoe, thank you. And listening in Indonesia like this morning. What? Like what? Right. 14 years old and she's sending out 50 hand-drawn personal Christmas cards and I can't take my happy self to the post. She's list. having a hard time. Those first world problems of Liz. That's awesome, Zoe. <laughs> Becky's here at 800-447-7234. What about you, Becky? I mail at least a year and then our church has a mailbox that we exchange cards within our church and all the money that you would have spent on stamps goes into the mission fund. That's a great idea that they do that. And the 60 cards that you send out, I mean who do they actually go to? They go to my co-workers and my friends that uh, I'm originally from Pennsylvania so I really have friends all over the country. Oh, well, we love it, Becky. Thank you so much, and you guys have a Merry Christmas. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Okay, so Dog was so excited to meet some new friends that, I mean, he just sort of freaked out. He was getting groomed, I guess, and and had like a play day or whatever. And so as he was giving loves to all the people that were um, at this place, he accidentally set off the fire alarm. The dog did? The dog Way did. to go. Yeah, so he was... Fido. Awesome. <laughs> uh, he uh, was bouncing around. Actually, it was she. Birdie was uh, bouncing around just, you know, <laughs> doing mm-hmm. the thing and accidentally hit the fire alarm. That's and, great. And the paw, they have it on like security camera. The paw like pulled it down. Uh-huh. And so the fire uh, department was called. But it says they, they made a post on social media. You've seen where dogs get shamed. For the things that they do. You haven't seen this, Rob? No. Okay, so dogs get shamed. and That you, sounds bad. But it's funny. It's cute. And the dog has no idea. <laughs> okay. But you hang a little sign around their little 
you know, neck and it says, Dear Grimes Fire Department, I'm sorry I pulled the fire alarm today. Sincerely, Birdie. Oh, and that's hanging around him? Yes. And it's so cute. And this oh. dog's face looks as though she's extremely sorry for all the problems. <laughs> I did not mean to do this. Hey, listen, <laughs> dogs, kids. I mean, what did your kids do, Scott? My son pulled the fire alarm at church one Sunday. At church. At church. How at old? Church. How old? Little. He was five, I think, five or six. And yeah, uh, after was... the worship service, walked down the hall to pick him up from, you know, his class. And my daughter, we were waiting on her to come out, too. And all of a sudden, the lights and the siren go off. And we're looking around like, what happened? And he has this look on his face like, uh-oh. He did it. Did oh, you? Did that's it. crazy. Did you, Scott, for a half a second think, whose kid did that? <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. When kids pull the fire alarm in your family, it's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. I could imagine when Liz was just a little Liz, they call her Lizzie. No. Pull the fire alarm. I never did. Oh, come on. I never did. I, I just, I don't she know. She wanted to. I know. I feel like I wanted to as an adult. What? But not, well, yeah, be, like, you know, What's the What's stopping exit, you? Because I'm an adult. <laughs> kids, don't, kids don't get in that much trouble. Because I'm an adult. Adults go to there's, jail. There's your, here's your quote of the day. Because I'm an adult. That's why. That's why I don't do that. Yeah. Okay, so here, here's Diana at 800-447-7234. What happened? We were in the church basement. My, my husband was on staff, and we were coming out of kids' choir, and my four-year-old jumped up to tap the fire alarm box. Mm-hmm. Ended up pulling it, setting it off, and like a couple hundred people are there, and I'm like, oh, God, are you kidding me, really? So I go up the stairs towards the sanctuary, and I just make an announcement. I'm like, don't worry, people, it's just false alarm. Don't panic, it's just false alarm. And my husband and I make eye contact, and I knew the look. Like, did our kid do that? And I just shook my head, yes. Two weeks later, I'm holding my younger son in the fellowship hall. He reaches over my shoulder oh, and he on. pulls the fire alarm. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're that family. Yes, we are that family. You know, it's always the pastor's kids, right? You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Jessica and her little girl Luna had been on a trip to Dallas and, you know, they had uh, been in Dallas for a couple of days, had a rental car, got on their Southwest airline flight, came home and then realized (gasps) we left dog dog. They left their pet? No. How you miss that? No. They they left their stuffed animal. Oh, Dog Dog is the name of the stuffed animal for the daughter, I guess. Yeah, it looks like a little golden retriever, and she left Dog Dog after they tracked. Like on the plane, in the terminal? Oh, how'd they know? Well, they called the airline, wasn't there. They called Southwest, wasn't there. So then they were like, okay, the rental car company, rental car company had found it. Good. Well, the the agent that they spoke to at Southwest was like, don't worry about it. You don't have to go, you know, to the rental company or anything. She actually drove to the rental car company. Oh, good for her. And picked up Dog Dog. Nice. And then kept her... Jessica, who the mom, who is the mom, and Luna, the little girl, were actually going back to Dallas. Oh, they must have family there. About a month later, must or be. somebody. Yeah, or they just like to jet set. Um, and so, in the month that Dog Dog was with the agent at Southwest Airlines, 
they took him on an adventure. Oh, I so I dog, can imagine the pictures. Dog Dog went on a plane. Um, dog Dog also, I think, rode the like conveyor belt where all the packages or the luggage. Sounds like fun. <laughs> I'd like to do that myself. I know. Went out on the uh, tarmac and got to be the person. What do you call the person that has the lights that, that helps the plane when they Person come in? with lights. Okay. Not <laughs> okay, and so Dog Dog got to do that one day. Got to be person with lights, and uh, got to have a whole adventure. Christine is the person who worked for Southwest. She took all the pictures. Good for her. Put together a photo album, all of Dog Dog's adventures. Oh, so when they came back, got yes. the photo album. Yeah, and and the dog and the Dog Dog and some souvenirs and all kinds of things. So. Dog Dog had a great time. Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. When hurricanes come through, Ian, uh, Nicole right after that, you know, kind of stirring all that stuff up, you find things that have been under the sand, under the sea for quite a while. And this, they're saying is like an 80 to 100, I think, foot long ship from the 1800s. Right off Daytona. Yeah. And there it is from the 19th century, they say. And so all these archaeologists, at least 10 of them, are now going through all this structure of this boat. Yeah. Once they got there, of course, somebody reported, hey, I think there's some sort of boat, some sort of ship out there in the ocean. So, you know, a team got together and and went down to investigate. So part of it's back up under the sand. And so now it's the process of digging it out and seeing what's up. The big timbers that they found yeah. from this big structure, this from the 1800s, this ship. And how interesting it is, like, who was on the ship and what were they carrying? What was their mission? What was the their story? Yes. Yeah. And what happened? And it sank and nobody knew until now. Yeah. And then maybe we get another movie like the Titanic. That would be awesome. Um... Maybe not four hours long. Thanks. <laughs> Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. Erica, quite a young lady. When she was three, she remembers this. At three years old, her parents moved into a new area. They had no job, and they were homeless for like eight months. Lived in the car for had eight months. No savings whatsoever, no retirement whatsoever. And she decided, when I grow up, I'm not going to be in that position. I hear you. Ever mm-hmm. in that position. So here's what she's done over the past three years. She's saved since she's been working $30,000. Here's how much that she's earned. $50,000. Isn't that incredible? She saved ten of $50,000 for three years. And I, that That's amazing. It is amazing. Uh, she has maxed out or will max out her 401k, um, I think, sometime this year. Yeah, she's on track. Yeah. And the, the year's almost over. Right. You know, we're what, a couple of weeks away? Yes. And the year is over. So she's a super saver, and that's a thing. And these are people who sock away like 15% of their salary. It's amazing. She saves 20% of her income to her 401k. And then she says when she has a credit card payment, she pays it off. And then whatever was accrued in that, she'll put 10% of, of what that was yeah. Into her savings account. She is so disciplined. But at the same time, because when I first, you know, I'm hearing about her, I'm thinking, wow, she never goes anywhere. She never does anything. She said, no, you got to treat yourself. She said, one of my things is I love Starbucks. And so I don't do it every day, but I do treat myself from time to time. And I go spend that five or six dollars on a coffee. Girl, you putting 20% up, you deserve it. Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. 
If you were into Hot Wheels, I think you're going to geek out over this. It's Robin Liz in the morning. His radio. I remember getting Hot Wheels as a kid. Oh, it yeah. was Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars. That was my Christmas. Seemed like every Christmas, my mom would just get me those. But they're so cool. Yeah, but I got tired of them. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, not another Christmas. When you're 27. And then you know. <laughs> you know what they are because the package looks like a ramp. And they're very difficult to wrap. I know, right? <laughs> it was, at least back in the day. Yes on how they do those things. But Mark is like Uber into the Hot Wheels, and he likes to make the tracks that they're on, you know, that you can make, and then slide the cars on and race them and all that other stuff. He got some of his friends together one day and said, let's really make a big Uber track. I mean, really, really huge track. So he did and went upstairs and went around this whole building. It's about a half a mile long. For a Hot Wheels track? For a Hot Wheels track. Oh, that's awesome. It goes up staircases. It goes down staircases. There's all these switchbacks, you know. What's all a switchback? Do I have to explain a switch? I guess so. I didn't okay. have Hot Wheels. I didn't so, have tracks. No, 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 no. Okay, you're going up a mountain. Okay. 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 You know how it winds yes. around? Yes. That's a switchback. So oh. how it winds around and then turns the corner really quick, and then you go a little bit, and you have to turn again to what go and wind up a mountain. Well, they just say that's, a quick corner. That's a switchback. Okay. All right. Sorry. Okay. There's your education for the day. <laughs> Got 75 Hot Wheel cars on this thing. You know one thing that really helps the guy? Huh. He's a NASA engineer. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, so he got his friends together. How old is this guy? Oh, he's pretty old. Okay. 508. Okay. Wow. <laughs> NASA's been around that long. <laughs> Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Um, It's Christmas. Do... Do I buy a gift for the boss? Do I? It's Robin Liz on his radio. Well, the good news is what I'm reading is that don't stress yourself out. If you didn't really have plans to buy something for the boss, like in your heart, you don't want to, don't stress out about it. Liz yeah. does, though. I do. but She it's, buys for everybody. But it's because I want to. It's not because I feel pressure that I need to so that I can get brownie points. And that's, you know, what this uh, thing I was reading. She likes to said. give. I do. I'm a giver. I like to do that. It's my love language. So what they're saying is don't break the bank. So here's one thing. In this article that I read, it said $30 a person. I was like, $30 a person? No, don't break the bank. I'm thinking 10 Like, 10 is still a very personal, hmm. I appreciate what, you kind of a gift. What can I get for under 10 bucks? Yeah. Uh, I know uh, uh, a, uh, a can of pickles. <laughs> How you about a, ju a jar of pickles? No. That would go well. No. Well, right? Just what? wrap up a jar of pickles. If, what if they like pickles? If your boss or coworker loves pickles, then yeah. absolutely get you them like pickles. You like pickles? I do not. Oh. I, sorry. Um, but it also says it should be work appropriate. Nothing like super personal. What's wrong with pickles? I no, think pickles, pickles would be, be awesome. Pickles falls under it's this It's under 10 bucks. Not much can be bought for right. under 10 bucks. Right. All of these things. Uh, don't feel pressure to give anybody at work a gift. I used to feel... Pickles would be appropriate, though, if you gave somebody a gift. Pickles. <laughs> if they give you a gift, you can give them back pickles. There you go. That would work. Yeah. So guess what? Everybody here, all of our employees... <laughs> pickles <laughs> for everybody! Pickles!